guys, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. Couch cast edition. First couch cast of season six. I haven't got to say my little She's so excited. tagline in a couple months now. <laughs> okay, so this couch cast is a little bit different because if you follow us on Instagram, you may have already known that we were doing it. Kristen and I went to South Carolina over New Year's stay in this cute little guest house that's not the point anyway focus um while we were go while we were on our way up i know while we were on our way up there it's kind of become our tradition is we while we're in the car on a road trip we ask you know we put up a question box on our stories and you guys ask questions and we answer them while we're driving so this question was one of those that came in and we were like this is actually way more than, you know, what is it? 60 seconds you get at a time to record on Instagram. So we were like, Ooh, we'll do a couch cast. And we put on our stories. Hey, we'll, we'll answer this in our first one back from the break. So here we are. We are going to do that. Kristen has the question in front of her, I think, cause I don't have it. Okay. I remember the gist of it, but not all yes. of it. So. so here's the question. Yes. She asked, how do you honestly say what you want in a dating relationship when it differs from what the guy you're with wants? So for instance, Maybe you want to meet at a different place for dinner all the way to serious stuff like different physical boundaries. Okay. How do you vocalize your differing opinion? I think, well, I think how you do it is graciously, kindly. I think if it's like you want Mexican for dinner and he wants Italian. Well, I think relationships are about serving. They're about being selfless. They're about whatever. So unless you're like allergic to tomatoes Actually, there's tomatoes at Mexican places in the salsa. I don't know. What's something that's only in Italian food? Uh, Oregano. Unless you're allergic (laughs) to oregano, (laughs) go get the Mexican food or go get, I don't know. I can't remember who wanted Mexican and who wanted Italian. This is what happens when Bethany has an allergy. She doesn't think through ahead of time. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) my point being those things maybe don't say what you want as often as you would like to on those things yeah well and i think you're looking to for both of you to have give and take exactly so if you constantly feel like you're having to give then that's something to evaluate if um not though and he's like oh yeah like i picked last time where do you want to go this time or oh hey like i know you really want to go to this and yeah this sounds good but like we'll go there tonight and then we can go this place next week or even if he's not saying that you can say okay yes let's go to olive garden tonight but Next week, can we go get tacos? Because I've just really been craving tacos. That's fine to yeah, say. Yeah. Um, now, one thing that I do want to to dis- distinguish between here, because I think as girls, we are tempted to become the bad part of this. There is a very distinct difference between being selfless and doing what your boyfriend wants and in those ways, being selfless in that and serving him and seeking his good. Even if it's not what you want, what you would prefer, there's a very distinct difference in that and changing what you like solely to please him. The outcome is the same. You go get Italian food. The The method of it is very different. And I think as girls, we fall into that second camp of, oh, well, and I'm using the food analogy here, so, but this translates into other things of we're going to change those things so that he will still like us. When in reality, it's fine to not like the same things. It's about both of you serving the other one. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes me think of like when we interviewed Jared yeah. last season of 
we asked him how important it was to have stuff in common. Mm -hmm. And he talked about how him and his wife, Valerie, they fell in the camp of they didn't have a whole lot in common, but they cared more about spending time with each other. So they would each do things with the other one that the other one wanted to do just because they wanted to be with them. Yeah. And so there's this sense of like, you it's okay to be different and you don't need to be a carbon copy of your boyfriend and if and if he's giving you the impression that the only way he's going to stay with you is if you only ever do things that he wants to do and you have all the same interests as him and he never wants to that's another issue like that needs to be addressed yeah because if you're asking well how do you talk about this stuff because you're afraid to bring it up or you're like oh i don't know how to Oh, it's causing all this anxiety of like, I don't know how to have anything different from him. I think that's a separate issue that either needs to be addressed because he's being controlling or you have a somewhat skewed view of what relational compatibility looks like. Mm -hmm. Because true relational compatibility is two people serving Jesus who are willing to lay down their own desires for the other person and trying to outdo each other in doing that for the other person. It's not one running over the other one. And like when we talked to Jared, I think his example was his wife loves yard work and gardening and landscaping and all that stuff. And so he does those things with her because he loves her. He never pretends to love landscaping and gardening. He may have grown to enjoy it more, but he never said, Oh, I, yeah, I always liked that too. Or yeah, let's do that. That's one of my favorite things. Or for the two of us going hiking all the time. Well, I gladly go hiking with a boyfriend every once in a while (laughs) because he likes it and it's something he enjoys doing and I want to go do that with him and take part in that. Yeah, I I would. on air, people. Every once in a while. But will I ever be like, oh, yes, I have loved hiking and it's my favorite thing to do. No. No. But you also don't have to go and complain the whole time and remind him how much you dislike it. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, that's <laughs> kind of frustrating. I've been in situations where, um, like, I dated this guy, and we, every time we watched a movie, he picked. Yeah. And I, he had terrible taste in movies, but I just wanted to hang out with him, so I was like, <laughs> whatever. But it got old after a while. Yeah. And then I, like, he finally, like, agreed to let me pick the movie. <laughs> Which I was like, what a shock. He complained the entire time. Are you how, serious? Like, bored he was and how predictable and how stupid. And I'm thinking, we watched Dumb and Dumber. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> a funny movie. Okay, I do not think that movie's funny. You all can come for me. I don't care. I'm not a fan of stupid funny, though. Okay. Like, The Office is honest. It shocks people that I like The Office because I'm normally not one for, like, yeah stupid funny which they're yeah. not it's all, all stupid. Will it's not really, your favorite no can't stand him <laughs> can't stand him yeah. jim carrey like not a fan and so but it was so frustrating because i'm like i've watched so many movies that you wanted to watch and i've like i haven't sat here and complained the whole time and yeah. then i want to watch you know the proposal which yeah. is still a funny movie it is and you want to complain the whole time and so it was it was so deflating deflating of like i feel like i've tried to be a good girlfriend in this and then i would really like to see you do the same thing yeah and so the same goes for you of like hey if he's had a really good attitude when you wanted to go to target and walk around yeah then you need to have a good attitude when he wants to go to bass pro shop (laughs) whatever i'm just making stuff up and wants to look at guns or camping gear and you're like oh my gosh am i gonna have to go camping like all this (laughs) stuff like 
just having a good attitude is just yeah. as important, I think, when you're addressing these differences. Yeah. Yes. And so I think all of the, all of that applies when we're talking about preferences. Mm. Nothing we have talked about up to this point has any scriptural basis, Target or Bass Pro Shop. Not, not really in the Bible. So that approach I think applies to anything with that, whether it's like she said, where we want to go eat. I don't know if she said go eat, just go different places or whatever. Um, now, if we're going to move to the more serious though, talking about physical boundaries and different things like that, I think those, those conversations, you need to stick to your guns. If you have scriptural convictions about something, you want to know now whether or not they differ. Even if that leads to a breakup, which is not the ideal, it's not what you want, you would rather know that now than down the road to find out and wish you had talked about it. And we actually, if you listen to um, next week's Couchcast, we, which you really should make sure you don't miss, we are interviewing um, Kristen Priest from Bear with Kristen on Instagram. And we actually took all of you guys' questions about boundaries and sexuality, and we talked with her about them. That is what her Instagram is, is to offer um, a biblical worldview on sexuality. So we talked to her and one of the things we talked about was boundaries and when to talk about that and how to talk about it. And we kind of had a a similar approach of it's fine. Give the guy time to bring it up. Let him have that, you know, room, but these things are important enough that they need to be talked about, even if you have to bring it up. So if the question is coming from that point of, okay, I, I'm having to bring this up now, how do I do it? I think you just, bring it up graciously. You bring it up humbly. You bring it up not from an accusing or defensive place, but keep in your mind that the reason you're talking about this is that you want to honor the Lord Mm -hmm. and you should both be wanting that goal. So it doesn't have to be this weird conversation because you should really both be looking to achieve the same thing from it. Exactly. I would also really encourage you not to talk about it in a way that downplays the importance of what you're talking Very about. True. Because I can be really bad at that. Of, <laughs> I don't want him to think this is too big of a deal to the point where he wants to break up with me. Mm-hmm. So if I can kind of like sneak it in, like, oh, let's just kind of, you know, casually chat about uh-huh. this. And it, but it really in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a huge deal. Yeah. Well, I've had that. And then I'm like, why does he not seem to be taking this as seriously as I Mm -hmm. want him to? When in reality, I set the stage for this to not be a super serious conversation. Exactly. So like for her, the example she gave was talking about different physical boundaries. Yes, you be all the things Bethany just said. You be gracious and you be humble and you don't come at it in like an accusatory way. But you also come at it from an honest and forthcoming way of, hey, this is my boundary. Yeah. And I have set this in previous relationships and I have never regretted it. And I, it is very important that I stick to it. Here's why I believe that, you know, this is right. And it's really important that you know that. And it's not because I'm not attracted to you. It's not because X, Y, Z, whatever. It's just, this is the boundary of, I've set myself set for myself. And, you know, I really wanted to make that clear. Yeah. What are yours? Are yeah. yours even? Because and you can't even assume like, yeah, he's a guy. He may have different or even more strict boundaries. Than yeah, you. you never know. You don't and know. so you know, coming at it and really being 
open to listening just as much as you are willing to be honest about where you're coming from, I think is, yeah. And that's all coming from a place of humility. Like Bethany said of, I want to be humble and knowing one, I don't know everything, but I do know what I'm looking for here. But I also want to know what's important to you. What have you set for yourself so that in turn we can honor the Lord with this relationship. And as much as my non-confrontational wired self wants to say this or doesn't want to say this, I guess you, you have to be okay with bringing this up, knowing that it may not go the way you want it to. Yeah. I think anything like this, where it's a scriptural right versus wrong issue, you've got to stick to what you believe, stick with your conscience and, and kind of have a hard line there. And one Mm -hmm. thing I would want to say mainly to the guys listening to, I mean, to everyone, but I think this normally happens more with guys is and, and in that physical boundary area, but really with anything the wanting to kind of push those a little bit is maybe your girlfriend, maybe you as a girl, maybe your standards are more than they have to be. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But those are the standards that you've set. And maybe you have this standard that it doesn't say in scripture, thou shalt not do this. Or it's not, you know, you have that standard though. And that is where your conscience is comfortable. So to the guys, I would say if your girlfriend has that and you're like, but this is not something that's scriptural, pushing her to violate her conscience is leading her to sin in that, whether the standard it would be sinful or not. Mm-hmm. The violating of her conscience is. And so I say that to guys, you know, as you're dealing with your girlfriend and maybe those standards are strict, but girls too, like you were saying, guys, he may have more strict standards. Respect that. That is where his conscience is. And either way, pushing them to violate that, whether it's a physical boundary or any other, you know, th- belief they have about scripture, even if the belief is wrong, if they are doing it, if they are believing it or they're following it or whatever in that moment, them violating their conscience is sinful, whether the thing is or not. And the Lord will mature them in whatever that is as they're pursuing him. He, and, and he may use you as the boyfriend or girlfriend to write that thinking. But I just wanted to throw that out there. No, I think that's such a good point. The last thing I'll say And then if you have more thoughts, no. Okay. Last thing I'll say. I'm all out of thoughts. If you're going to have this conversation, whatever it is for Mm -hmm. you, make sure it's not at an emotionally charged time. Yes. So for instance, you don't need to be having the physical boundaries conversation when you've been making out on the couch for an hour. You're like, oh, hey, you know what? We should probably talk about. We should probably talk about this. (laughs) Um, You need to have those conversations earlier. Now, depending on what kind of conversation will depend on the timing in the relationship in which you will have these conversations. But when you can talk about them, when you are in a good um, right thinking state. <laughs> However, objective. Objective. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Objective state. You're going to be so much better off than the first scenario I just gave you. Um, so I would really caution you to do that and not, um, or try to have these conversations when maybe you're having a fight or having a disagreement and their emotions are high and you might say something you wish you hadn't. You really want to be in a calm, level-headed state yeah. to have these conversations. Because 
I don't want to say they're make or break, but some of them can be. And even if they're not make or break, they can be really pivotal moments yes. in your relationship. And mm-hmm. you want them to be pivotal in a good way. Yeah. So, Set yourself up for success. Exactly. Yeah. So making sure you're not on an emotional high or low when you're having these really important yeah. topics brought up, I think, is something to consider yeah. as well. So that's my final thought. We can wrap it up there yep so i don't have anything else okay great well <laughs> guys thanks so much for joining us thank you for our listener and instagram follower who gave us this idea this was such a good one mm-hmm. and don't forget what bethany said next friday we will have a very special edition couch cast with Kristen priest it was such a good conversation we recorded this before christmas yeah but um gosh she had so much wisdom and knowledge yeah. to an encouragement um, yeah. on such an important topic well, and just so you guys know what you're, not what you're getting into, but I don't know how else to say it. Um, know what you're getting into. We're calling it a couch cast because we are taking your questions that you've sent in as couch cast questions on physical boundaries and lust and sexual purity and biblical sexuality and all of those things. We kind of compiled a lot of those couch cast questions into this couch cast. And so I think it ended up being 45 minutes, maybe a little more. So it's it is the, it's a full length episode of content, but because they were all couch cast questions originally, we're calling it a couch cast. So be sure to check in next week for our interview with her. So yeah, make sure you go ahead and go follow her on Instagram too. Her handle is bear with Kristen, but it's bear B A R E dot with dot Kristen K R I S T I N. Uh, her name is Kristen priest. So go follow her there. Let her know that we sent you over there and then be sure to check back next Friday for a fantastic conversation and we will see you then. But until then I'm Bethany and I'm Kristen and this is looking for the middle. Mm